Hello, St. Louis. It is a beautiful Thursday, and honestly, I have to tell you guys, there has been something that's been making me laugh throughout the entirety of today that I am excited to talk to you all about. We're going to be talking about the defense and what we need to see, and of course, am I a little bit too excited about this one particular player? This is all coming up on Locked on Blues. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you guys for making Locked On Blues your first listen every single day. My name is Haley Simon, and I am your host of Locked On Blues. For those that don't know me, I've been covering the NHL for five years now, and it all began when the St. Louis Blues went to the Stanley Cup in 2019 and won the whole thing against those Boston Bruins. I also work in sports radio, so when it comes to you guys that are listening, leaving comments, having your own opinions, please do so. I am used to that on a daily. I can't even explain how many different opinions I hear every single day. And I know my everydayers out there who comment every day, give me their thoughts. I always appreciate it. And it's one of those things where if you want me to talk about something, if you want me to go into more detail about something, let me know because this podcast is not only, you know, what I want to talk about with the St. Louis Blues, it's also to hear what you want me to talk about the St. Louis Blues. And... I enjoy talking, so please feel free. And I get, of course, I get to talk about the St. Louis Blues. I want to know what you want me to talk about. If there's something that you want me to go into more detail about, I do three segments every episode because I choose my top three most important topics. And then I kind of go from there. So let's go say you want me to talk, I don't know, about Binner. And you're like, hey, I want you to do like a more deep dive into, you know, his saves from last year. And, you know, just as an example, just if you want me to talk about something specific, let me know. But what I am going to tell you guys right now is today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Also, this podcast, if you're not on YouTube and to all my YouTube friends, hello, I can say that I'm nailed behind my brick wall, which I promise you I would be. Um, we are available on every single streaming service out there. So again, make sure to check us out on YouTube if you want to see what I look like. I am a friendly person. Come say hi. But if you're just, you know, listening, I'm glad you get to hear my voice. Um, okay. This is what's been making me laugh all day. So earlier today on the St. Louis Blues Twitter account, they tweeted out a video which has me honestly rolling. It is one of the funniest videos. It's of that meme where it's like, hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Where's Kevin? We're like that meme. And it was so creative how they did it. And at the end, they showed Kevin Hayes. I thought this was a brilliant way to announce his jersey number. So for those that don't know, Hayes wore 13 with the Flyers and I believe the Rangers as well. And... Obviously, um, Torup, oh my God, my pronunciation isn't always the best one. I do apologize about that. 
Torepchenko, you know, had 13. So what was going to happen when Hayes came in? I was a little, you know, maybe he will do like something different. Um, just out of respect. And that's what he did. So Hayes is now, drum roll please. I just scared my cat away. <laughs> number 12. So Kevin Hayes will be wearing number 12 for the St. Louis Blues. And honestly, what a beauty. I like the number 12. I like that for him. It's still close to the 13 that he wore, but it is a new start for Kevin Hayes. So hopefully 12 will be a number that brings some wins in. And it's, uh, it kind of worked out where, you know, I feel like, and this is something that I was thinking about when I was coming up with today's episode, and I wanted to ask you guys, and this is kind of like a little bit of a side topic, but it's summertime. I feel like we can have kind of fun on here. What was your number growing up? Is there a specific number that stood out to you? Or was it just you didn't care what number you had if you were playing, you know, hockey or soccer or basketball? My number was 19. And it's interesting because for these athletes, as silly as it might sound to you and I, I'm sure they're superstitious about, you know, what they wear and, you know, especially if you've worn the same number for so many years. So I am curious, is there any number that has stood out to you? And is there any number that you hold special because of maybe a player or an athlete? Well, that's what an athlete is. A player, player, player. No, playing, but... I want to know. So comment that down below if you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitter, at Locked on Blues. And besides Kevin Hayes' memes with the, hi, Kevin, hi, Kevin, hi, Kevin, check it out. It's so funny. He seems really excited to be a St. Louis Blue. He has been super active on social media with getting involved with, you know, different interviews and just having fun with it. And for him, you know, he was coming off of a team being the Philadelphia Flyers, that, you know, they weren't a good team. There was none of that winning within them. And when he was on the Rangers, the Rangers have always been a team, I feel like, even when they're not playing well, that still have that work hard mentality. And for Kevin Hayes, I feel like the structure in St. Louis will benefit him greatly. I am not saying that he's going to have a breakout year. I'm not saying that he's going to be the best player on the team because he is not going to be. Even though, like, it would be kind of cool if he was, you know, but we got to be realistic here on Lockdown Blues. I just personally like the fact that he seems eager to be a St. Louis Blue. And, you know, he is a solid center. I would maybe put him on the second or third line. I'm not too sure I wouldn't put him on the first. But overall, I think when you look at a guy like Kevin Hayes, that was the one big move that St. Louis truly made this season's off-season, off-season, that season, silly, silly, silly me, this off-season. So that is something I wanted to talk about is I feel like when Hayes got, you know, signed, the draft was immediately after and all the focus became, you know, the draft, which it should. The draft is more important than Kevin Hayes. And I don't, I'm not negative. I'm excited for Kevin Hayes. I just personally was really looking forward to the draft. And now that it overshadowed it, I mean, it kind of did. Let's be honest. It kind of overshadowed it. What do you think? Do you think it overshadowed the whole Kevin Hayes situation? I do feel like, though, okay, so players that reached out to Hayes, one of the players I saw was Mr. Tory Krug. So I think he's going to stay. 
I don't think he would reach out and welcome a guy to the team if he wasn't going to stay on that team. And maybe he just doesn't want to leave St. Louis. I don't think I ever thought about it like that. Now, while, of course, it would be nice to be on a team, I hate them, but like the Bruins or the Blackhawks that are, I mean, because Blackhawks, let's, let's be real. Even though they suck this year, they're going to be so good next season. You want to be on a team that's win now if you're getting a little bit older. Obviously, you know, the Golden Knights won this season. So when, you know, Krug was a knight, <laughs> they weren't successful. So it's one of those things where, I mean, they were successful. They did make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. But the point that I'm trying to make is that, of course, when you're older, you want to be on a team that's going to win instantaneously. And for him right now, maybe he sees a potential of St. Louis. I mean, obviously, I love, you know, the Blues and I'm a little biased here, right? <laughs> but... Maybe I was kind of overshadowing or overlooking that part. I mean, he never truly came out and said, I don't want to play in St. Louis. <laughs> so maybe he does want to be in St. Louis. Maybe he doesn't really want to, you know, relocate the family. And I know this topic is about Kevin Hayes, but this also involves Hayes due to the fact that this was the big trade rumor that just didn't happen. Would I have I liked another player to go along with Kevin Hayes? Maybe like a connect me? Sure, yes. But that means that the Blues would have had to give up something. And I don't think it's fair to say that it would have been worth giving up something when we had a very successful draft, especially in the first round. I, you know, I think looking at it in hindsight, yeah, it would have been cool to have a player that's ready to play now. But in reality, the guys that we drafted, I'm t I have a gut feeling after seeing them in prospect uh, camp and seeing the scrimmages, they're good. And I don't think they're going to take as long as I thought they were initially, which is something that kind of surprised me, to be honest with you. I, I thought maybe three seasons of development, but right now I'm like, okay. Y'all are showing me up, and I'm not upset about it. I mean, why would you be upset about it if a prospect is thriving? I feel like that would make no sense at all. But going back to the whole Hayes and Krug situation, Hayes is a good player. Krug, sure, didn't have his best season, but he is still a fine player. He is still a guy that I wouldn't be upset seeing on the ice. I really wouldn't. And I understand the whole, you know, the bad contract. Trust me, it's annoying. And, okay, let's be honest. He's getting older. The Blues want to get younger. Okay. So there are some things to consider. But overall, when you look at the situation, and I say situation, it's really not a situation. The main talking point has been that cap space and freeing it up a little bit. But if the Blues are not going to make any other significant moves, and I hate to even say that this Kevin Hayes move was significant because it wasn't, then what is the harm of just playing it out for another season? And again, you can always make trades during the season too. I think a lot of people, even myself, I kind of forgot that that was a possibility because I was so focused on the draft and, you know, what else can the Blues get out of him? And I think my focus was on that purely and not the fact that, I guess you can say that 
it will all work itself out. Doug Armstrong. You know, Kevin Hayes, we got him for basically nothing. So, well, we gave nothing. We, like, got him because we gave nothing to the Flyers, really. So, basically, the point is the Blues won that situation. And having a veteran in the league like Hayes is a pretty good thing, especially for these young guys. And this is something that we're going to get into. But first... Before I get into the young guys, before I get into my next topic, because I'm going on a bit of a rant, I just want to let you guys know about Game Time. Game Time is the best app in the planet. You get your tickets instantly. It's only two swipes, boom, boom. Lowest prices guaranteed. Another thing that I love about Game Time is that you get to see where you're sitting before you buy the tickets. So on the app, you click on it, you see the seats, and it is perfect. I've used Game Time. All of my friends use Game Time. I got my family on Game Time. And you know how they use Game Time? Well, if you download the Game Time app and you create an account and you use code, okay, here's the code. And this is what everyone's been using. And it's been amazing. If you use code locked on NHL for you get $20 off your first purchase. So again, locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. If you want to see the Cardinals, I know it's baseball season. Maybe they're not playing the best. Okay, they're not playing the best, but that's not my place to talk about. That's Locked On Cardinals. But still, you can see them for super cheap. So make sure you guys use Locked On NHL. It doesn't just apply for hockey. A couple people have asked me that. They're like, Kale, does it just apply for hockey? It does not just apply for hockey. So just be on the lookout for that. All right. The next thing that I feel like needs to be addressed is the defense. Uh, Of course, the defense needs to be better than it was last season. I feel like this was a big concern a lot of people had. This is a big concern that I have. I don't feel super confident with the defense, and I don't think anyone should. There was no protection, you know, around the net with Binner. And another thing that I think makes me a little uncertain is how much improvement will truly be made from last season. I believe that there's going to be improvement. I believe that, you know, Berube and the coaching staff, they're going to obviously be like, you know, we need to work on some fundamental things. Um, But it was just an ugly season. And that's, that's the thing, right? Defense, right now, ask me who I trust the most, probably Folk. Probably. Rosen, maybe, a little bit. See, this is the issue. I just don't really trust the defense. I'm looking at the stats. I'm a big stats person. Even Letty didn't have a great season. It just it makes me nervous. Um, Borzuzo, I... Tucker, I, none of, you know, I trust folk. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like how, like, this whole thing just, I was like, you know what? I just trust folk. I do. It's a weird situation. It's really weird because I 
was a little surprised that the Blues didn't try to go after any more defenders during free agency because free agency wasn't good. I mean, yeah, obviously they can still sign people. It's not like it just ended. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I want to say maybe they were just having an off season, but it was just really ugly. And this is what makes me nervous. And if it doesn't make you nervous, then I don't know what will. Because there's only so much that Benner and Hoffer can do behind the net. And then obviously, you know, scoring is important, but we've acquired forwards and our draft prospects were mainly forwards. I mean, obviously in the first round we have, you know, we got, we got defense, but that's not going to be instantaneous. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. I just don't understand it. How come Armstrong didn't go after any more defenders? I just need a veteran defender on the team. Like, is that too much to ask for? Am I asking for too much? No, like seriously, am I asking for too much? <laughs> like today... The Blues, who did they acquire? Hugh McGang to a one-year two-way contract. Um, McGang, 24. He was drafted by the Blues in the fifth round. He was 138th overall of the 2018 draft, and he's a forward. There is no defense. Defense wins games. I will say that again. Defense, guess what it does? It wins games. And right now, I can't say I can see the Blues winning so many games without solid defense. Now, if the guys want to prove me wrong, like, go ahead. I will watch and be supportive because that's how, that's how you are when you're loyal. But it just makes me question. How come we're acquiring forwards? How come? I mean, sure, our prospects, you know, can impress, you know, the staff during camp. And obviously there's good defensive prospects. And we'll, we'll get into that in tomorrow's episode about the prospects that I like. But I'm looking at the returning players on the current roster right now. Because they were the ones that had a bad season last year. It wasn't the prospects. The prospects, if they don't play then they don't do anything wrong, right? So right now, I'm holding the players that actually were on the ice for the St. Louis Blues accountable, and it does make me nervous. And if you're not feeling like a little bit uncertain, tell me why. I want to know why you don't feel a little uncertain because it makes me feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> and I know it shouldn't. Maybe I'm being dramatic. I think I'm being dramatic. Am I being dramatic? I don't know. Because I just want to see this hockey team produce well. I want to see protection around the net. And that was the biggest problem of last season is that there was no protection. And too many players on opposing teams would just, you know, take control of our defensive zone and completely demolish it. It just, it was unacceptable. And I don't think you can make excuses. I, I don't. And that's where my problem comes into play. This is unacceptable. I don't like it. <laughs> I need moves to be made or just prove me wrong. If these players come out next season 
and they prove me the bleep wrong, and I'm sorry, Neil, I'm getting a little mad. I didn't want to get mad. I did not want, I, I'm getting kind of, I'm just getting, okay. The loss to the Stars, for that was her last regular season game, infuriated me because I just saw a lax, oh, there's my co-host Stella. I saw a lackadaisical team that showed no emotion, no effort, especially on defense. As a fan, as somebody that covers the Blues, it's been infuriating. At least play with some heart. End this season the right way. End this season the way that you should have ended it. Instead, they just looked like a bunch of wimps out on the ice. Now, maybe I'm being mean. I, I, I just, I, and I know the Stars are a good team, and it's not, listen, if they lost and they played their hearts out, I wouldn't <laughs> be this upset. But it was just embarrassing. And I don't want another season like that. I'm getting really upset. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be this upset. <laughs> I just really want them to be successful. Like, But you know what I do like? <laughs> bird dogs. Bird dogs are a stretch khaki short. They're the best present to give to somebody. Like, trust me, I've been doing that. And it is awesome. So if you go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. That is a deal. You get the shorts and you get a tumbler for free. You get the tumbler for free. That is a great value. They're super nice. The tumblers are sturdy. Love to see it. So again, go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL because we talk hockey on here. And speaking of talking hockey, I think I'm a little too excited about this one player. And, you know, he might be a prospect. The Blues might have drafted him 10th overall, no big deal. Who is it? Who am I excited about? And maybe I'm getting a little bit delusional when I think about how well he's going to impact the team. Oh, yeah, Dvorsky. Unbelievable player. If you are not excited about him, what is wrong with you? He has impressed me so much. The skill that he showed at camp, the effort that he puts on the ice, his ability to move the puck, it is unbelievable. I don't know how he fell to us. I want to say to us, to the Blues, but like I feel like I'm like us, you know? like It's unbelievable. And this is a player that is going to change the franchise. I know. I said that. Do I regret saying it? No, because this is how I feel. He is that strong of a player, and I'm a little bit too excited, okay? I can't help it. It's better to be excited than it is to be upset, but I'm excited. I watch him play hockey, and my the whole time I was watching these scrimmage tapes because they the Blues posted it, my mouth was like open. I was like, oh, beauty, beauty of a play. Let's go. Up the ice. Oh, what a beauty of a pass. Boop, boop, boop. Like, it just was beautiful. I felt like I was watching art. And that's how hockey should be. You really should feel like you're watching some kind of art form on the ice because it is one of the most beautiful sports to watch. I romanticize hockey because hockey's beautiful. Hockey's there for me. I love hockey. When I wake up, I think hockey. No, I'm playing. But for real, Dvorsky has made me excited. But am I too excited? Should I lower my expectations down a little bit? Okay, and that is my question. 
And I want you to answer this because for me, I'm on my high horse. I'm, you know, I'm team divorcee all in. And now that I think about it, what if he doesn't play up to the standards that I expect out of him? And that's going to be a major disappointment, which is something I don't want to feel, especially when I'm this excited now. But I mean, how could you not watch the scrimmages and all the tapes of him at development camp and not think to yourself, oh my God, this guy is a freaking St. Louis blue and he's going to change the team. Or am I just delusional? I, <laughs> I might just be both. But that will do it for today's episode. Like always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Blues or my Twitter, Haley T. Simon. And I know there's like this new social media thing right now called Thread. I am not on that. Maybe we'll go threading. That sounds kind of wrong, actually. <laughs> but if you want, make sure you subscribe to us here on YouTube and you just click that subscribe button, put your notifications on. We hit 700 subscribers, which is awesome. Let's get to 800. I want to get to 1,000 before the start of the season. And we have plenty of time to do so because it is only July 6th. It's my mom's birthday today. So that's how I knew the date because she did not let me forget that one. All right, you guys. I will talk to you tomorrow for a fun Friday episode. And like always, how I end my episodes on here, let's go blues.